Hey everyone, happy uh, Monday, I guess it is today when we're bringing this to you. Good to see everybody, glad you can be here. This is the Improving Sales Performance Livecast. And uh, like we've done this entire month, our, uh, our salute or we're recognizing and appreciating the impact that women have made in, the, in sales and sales leadership. But big news, big announcement, uh, Stephanie and I were talking about this earlier today, we're not just going to let this limp. We're not just going to limit this October. <laughs> that seems kind of trivial. Like only in the month of October. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> can we make a big deal? So we're going to continue with this trend all neck, all through 2022 and uh, just take time out to really just focus some of these additions on just the impact that, that women are making in sales and sales leadership. And and today we are, uh, we have two amazing, amazing ladies on the show that I'm so excited about. But before we get there, let me introduce Stephanie Downs, who's a partner and uh, senior vice president and consultant at the Center for Sales Strategy. She is my guest host, like she has been for the past few weeks. And before I turn it over to her, a couple of housekeeping things. I know there's a lot of people joining us live. If you are, and you want to ask a question or you want to make a comment, what people seem to like to do, which I really encourage is when you hear something that someone on this uh, live cast says that you really want to emphasize, maybe just put it in quotes and, and comment that way. And then uh, we'll flash it up on the screen. That's really good feedback for us because we kind of know what's resonating uh, in, in our conversation. And the second thing I want to bring up is that we are in the middle of really pushing our media sales report. And I know Shay is going to put the link up there, but if you are in media sales or media sales leadership, if you could take, it takes about 10 minutes, a little bit less than 10 minutes. If you could take 10 minutes to uh, take the survey, that'd really help us out. We're going to publish the results in December, but the more people that contribute, the better the results will be. It'll be a larger sample size. So we encourage you to do that. All right, so with that, I'm going to turn it over to Stephanie and uh, and uh, monitor the comments and ask some questions of myself. Sounds good. Perfect. So let me do some quick uh, introductions of Katie and Julie, and then we will jump in with questions. But Katie first. So Katie Reed is the VP GM of CMG Jacksonville. And throughout her career, she's been responsible for driving millions of dollars in sales revenue, developing stellar sales teams, and delivering excellent service to clients. And Prior to her current role, Katie served as the executive director of revenue supporting sales teams across the company. And she is a board member of the Florida Association of Broadcasters and is on the sales advisory committee for the RAB. Welcome, Katie. So glad to have you. Thank you. And then uh, Julie is the um, is CMG's Atlanta VP and general manager. Um, of radio and and Julie leads up all station departments, including programming and promotions and uh, sales and digital and engineering, just everything associated with that. And um, is known for upholding the core values of CMG uh, while maintaining an engaged, diverse, and inclusive work environment. And Julie is an 18-year veteran and joined uh, CMG Atlanta in 2014 as the general sales manager. Welcome. Glad to have you with us too, Julie. 
Glad to be here. Yes. So um, let's just jump into some questions. And Katie, I'm going to come to you first. And Julie, I'll come to you for the follow up on our first one here. And then we'll do that in reverse order next. So um, Katie, so from your point of view, when you really think about the overall sales department and the sales organization, what are just, you know, three or four of the things that you look at to really say, yes, we are on track. Maybe it's key performance indicators or something else. What is that for you? Yeah, so there are there are a few things. Um, listen, this is this is an oldie but goodie because mm -hmm. it just is true every time. And that is you're looking at the percentage that you're going into the month of that budget. And if you're not at 85 to 90 percent of that month and 50 to 60 of the second month and 35, 40 of that third month, mm -hmm. that that's one right away that tells the story um, of either things are going well or you've got trouble. Mm -hmm. um, from there, obviously, it's uh, all about key account um, retention at these days and growth, um, target account development, what those numbers are looking like. And again, not just the whole number, but really digging under the hood for, mm -hmm. for the each account um, executive. Um, we look a lot of category growth these days because yeah. the big one of auto has taken such a hit, obviously. So looking at those um, categories mm -hmm. and then finally agency versus direct. What do we have control over? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you're right with the um, especially with the decline in auto. It has made us really, truly rethink our vertical, um, you know, verticals to focus on. I also like the idea of having the revenue benchmarks because in two seconds, you can look at that going into the month and say, what do we need to course correct on, right? Or the right. quarter. Yeah. Uh, Julie, what would you add to that? Yeah, I would just add, you know, we, we look at first our number one asset, which are our people. Our people yeah. make up those numbers and making sure that we have the top talent and top performers across the entire sales organization, from sales leaders to media consultants to campaign and digital strategists to account managers, making sure that we've got the right people in place. And we're looking at that and, and looking um, closely to make sure that the right work is in the right hands. Mm -hmm. um, with our people, tracking closely the creative business. New business is so important. And what do we need to do to convert the new business and those target accounts to key accounts? So tracking those numbers closely. Also looking at how many target accounts do we have activated right now? And what is our goal then by the end of the calendar year too? And, and looking at key account growth year over year is also really important. So I, I like I like what you added when you were talking about people, because, I mean, there's no doubt people are the foundation of everything. Right. We've got to get the right people and have the right talent. But I like the fact that you took it one, you know, one step further and mentioned about having them also in the right seat, because there's also the fit and aligning their roles and responsibilities with their talent as well. Um, it it kind of it brings it full circle. Right. Um, so, Julie, I'm going to stay with you on this one. So when you think about um just sales managers and where their focus should be. What are the big rocks that should be happening day in and day out with sales managers? Yeah. Um, number one, maximizing the strength of our sales team. Mm -hmm. When we look at what our responsibility is, and that's finding problems for our clients, mm -hmm. especially now, there are lots <laughs> of problems, lots of problems that are even out of our control. Yeah, so staying close true. to that business, developing deep relationships internally and externally um, is really important. And that's listening. 
listening yeah. for those problems and how can we solve? Build your team and get your people around you that are innovative, that can reimagine mm -hmm. what we can do today. We have so many resources at our fingertips and making sure that when our clients do have those issues or we can work on the offense and show them and highlight mm -hmm. their problems, that we've got the team set up so our clients and our customers can win. It's it, the listening. It's not just listening, right? It's active listening because then we can do something about it. Katie, what would you add? Yeah, I, I, mine was very similar, quite frankly. It's it's coaching to the individuals, obviously, because there are there are a lot of pieces and parts these days. Um, and and I think along with how complicated things are, it's the sales culture is what is what is the floor look like? What are we doing to keep people motivated? And when things are tough, um, you know, just keeping them charged because uh, there's a lot coming at them at one time. Um, and then I also had um, it, it's important, I think, for the sales managers to continue to look for trends. I mean, they really have to be a good resource for this category information and for and to Julie's points. If we're not, you know, giving great information to our sellers and to our clients, you know, those relationships are just too important once we start them to not continue to, to mm -hmm. cultivate them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And back to your point about uh, keeping the team motivated and keeping them charged. If time allows, I'm giving you both a heads up. If time allows, I, <laughs> I'm going to come back at the end and ask you more about maybe some specifics of what you're doing. I would. Hey, I would Steph, Steph yeah. so one of the things, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough that I've worked with both Julie and, and Katie for a long time. Um, and one of the things that I know both of them do so well is clear obstacles, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. and so, and the sales leaders on, that work with them, it's, you set up a good system, you set up, you have a good culture, you have the right people in the right places, you have everything going the right way. Mm -hmm. And then the sales leader, a lot of times what we're doing is clearing obstacles, mm -hmm. getting things out of the way so that people can do what they are best at doing. And I think both Katie and Julie, who, while I was talking, flipped screens, which is, which is difficult to do. You don't realize the precision that it takes to do that, but they, they pulled it off and no one's sweating or anything. Great. But, but I really do think that's one of the keys that, that the great managers and great leaders do is they, they seamlessly remove obstacles uh, from, from getting in the way. And, I, and, and, and they do it so well. And good job flip-flopping. Yes. <laughs> All the way from Jacksonville to Atlanta, just like it was nothing. <laughs> so, okay, we know that sales management has obviously changed over um, the years. It, I mean, it's just a constant you know, evolution. But compare what it was like to be a sales manager five years ago compared to what's expected now. <laughs> I like the head nod, Katie. Why don't you start? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just night and day in all honesty. I mean, maybe it wasn't five years ago, but think back to when, you know, sales managers had one station and a staff of six to eight people and not the digital portfolio we have today, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just so much more complicated. It's so much more sophisticated. Yeah. Um, I think the conversations that we have to have with clients are again, so much more sophisticated and complicated. I mean, you really have to understand how all these things can work to solve clients, whatever we're trying to solve, right? 
Um, and I don't, I, it, it just wasn't that, it just wasn't that difficult before. It was just easy. You were, you were selling some spots and you were, you know, reaching frequency, everybody. Um, and it's, it's just not that anymore. So it's, and I think that because of the knowledge that's out there, you know, you think back to what we used to coach for CNAs, mm -hmm. a joke, like you don't go in with any of those questions now because it's all yeah. at your fingertips. So you have to become an expert in, again, that category, that business, mm -hmm. an expert in what, how you put it together for someone. Um, so it, it is definitely night and day. I have a lot of empathy for the sales managers out there because it's, it's a different job. Yeah, it is a very different job. What would you say to that, Julie? Yeah, I would say today sales managers need to be more agile. Mm -hmm. Be aware about what gaps you need to fill because they really do change day to day on your team. Um, and also be able to quickly identify areas of improvement and where the opportunities are. Mm -hmm. um, I think as leaders too, you know, we have to be progressive in our thought. We have to be progressive in how we reimagine success and um, be, be more business thinkers. To Katie's yeah. point too, having that strong business acumen, staying on top of the trends, being able to support your team and making sure that these clients and our customers wake up every morning choosing to do business with us because the competition is is just growing out there mm -hmm. and the good thing is if you've got the best relationships they will pick you every every mm -hmm. time but they're going to want to dig into you more and they're going to mm -hmm. ask you tougher questions and problems yes. to solve and how can you help them overcome their challenges so um be, being more agile is mm -hmm. probably something more today than five years ago yeah it's a good word to describe it along with complicated, harder, and some of the things Katie was saying. So Julie, um, in your opinion, what, what makes a great sales leader? Um, again, first and foremost, it's someone who can identify top talent, can recruit top talent, um, can take a look at their team across the board to um, really determine what that team needs to be successful along the lines of talent being an individualizer let let your best people work their craft and i know that's something we've been saying for a long time at cmg our clients are different our business is different and our people is what makes us so successful when we go out there and we solve those problems so being close to your people listening to them um who someone who can strategically influence again across the board um with other departments um mm -hmm. with the sales team and with our clients and, and our and our customers yeah yeah katie what would you say yeah listen i had you know they have to be a strategic thinker um they have to be a really good student because again it is changing every day and there's something new to learn um they have to be a really good thought partner with both sales and to Julie's point, so many people in the building to clients, um, a coach again, because these are some different personalities that we're working with and their job is tough too, and they've got to be a good coach. Uh, and finally, obviously with the uh, great resignation, we better be good recruiters all the time because um, that is an important piece to have, it, it, you know, the right people doing these jobs. Yeah. And Stephanie, can I add to, I, mm -hmm. I would also say, have a contributor brand as a leader. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
That's something that can't be fluffed, right? Like be known for three things specifically that you can bring to your organization that impacts business. Yeah, I like that. Um, it would it would make a huge difference. And Katie, back to what you were saying too, recruiting can't just be when we have open positions right now, right? It has to be a 52-week event and not just oh, we need to look for somebody today. I think that is a big miss in a lot of sales organizations. They don't have a consistent enough recruiting strategy, but that could be a whole different conversation. So, <laughs> that could be a whole different live cast. So, um, okay. So if you, for both of you, if you were giving um, advice to, you know, you're speaking to a group of seasoned sales leaders and or sales managers, and you were giving them advice on what they should be doing, um, or learning right now, what would you tell them? Katie, you first, then Julie. Um, mine goes back to the sophistication of the sales in itself these days. So it would be savvy marketing, consum mm -hmm. understanding consumer behavior, um, really, uh, you know, understanding again, not just the products, but how they work and what they do together mm -hmm. for which need. I mean, that it would be really about that part of it because I, to me that is the most difficult part of this job right now um so they, they would just mm -hmm. need to really dive in and and be looking for things that are on the trend and coming their way they got to stay in front of it julie what would you add mm -hmm. um I, I think those are great katie i i would add to be aware mm -hmm. and to listen to others and ask tough questions about areas that you need to improve for yourself as a leader. And if you don't have a mentor, get a mentor. Yeah. Um, I think that's also really important. I know time is difficult these days for people to, to carve out in, in more relationships like that, but that's a way that we can invest in ourselves as leaders. Mm -hmm. um, but to be aware, to listen to others, um, and, and, and stay close to, to the best people in your organization so you can stay relevant yourself. Yeah. Okay, so Stephanie, looking- Stephanie, yeah. let me jump in, because last week, um, we're in the middle of talent-focused management right now. And last week uh, at, during TFM, we talked about the personal board of directors and what Jalee just said really um, reminds me reminds me of that. And I, like I always say at TFM, I think the personal board of directors is one of the most important things that we teach but is often one of the things that gets overlooked because it's it just it's important, but it's not urgent, but it's super important. But that idea that you have people that you count on, that you rely on, that you go to with tough questions, not so they can give you the answer, but so they can ask you the right questions and help you think it through the right way is so important. At the exact same time, being on someone else's board of directors is really important. And what are the what are the two or three things that we can all do? And that's the advice that I think that we that we want to give to people. Is what are the two or three things that you can do so that you would end up on someone else's personal board of directors? And Julie, I'm so glad you brought that up because it was a good reminder of just that concept um, that is so easy to understand, but so difficult to implement. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Stephanie, can I add one other thing to that? Yeah. I, I think it's important for sales managers too, because they're so busy, 
and you get on that hamster wheel and you go, go, go. Um, I think it's also really important that they learn when to peel back and really evaluate what's going on versus getting sucked into the chaos Um, and, and really putting that time on your calendar. Yeah, to schedule that think time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's something that um, that any of us do often enough. <laughs> so, OK, so let's look forward. Um, we've talked a little bit about, you know, the past compared to current and what's expected today. But looking forward, what do you think in the next three to five years um, changes that will come to the overall sales department? Katie, what do you think? Well, I don't know what I think. I can tell you what I hope. Um, <laughs> All right, tell me more. I hope that we can take more. I hope we can get better support for sales. Um, and so that they can truly do, you know, we've always have said this, they do everything from finding a lead all the way to the execution. And we wonder why they can't do more as we talk about how complicated it is. And so I I hope that we figure that out each and every day to get better at it because we need it along with using better systems. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, there are tools out there that we need to do a better job of using to make the job Mm -hmm. easier too. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, um, you were saying earlier that they needed to have a better, you didn't use the language business acumen, but marketing expertise and ask better Mm -hmm. questions and do better work. But yet we're not giving them the time and the bandwidth and the opportunity to do that. So maybe some uh, cell structure changes that would be likely to happen or need to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, especially because, again, in digital, you know, you're selling outside your typical footprint, right? So it, you know, all those things are going to add layers of complication Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Julie, what would you Mm -hmm. say to that? Yeah, I, I also, I don't know what it it looks like, Um, (laughs) but I do know, and I do believe that the decisions we make today as leaders will create that path. And that is what we value. Um, That would be how we structure our teams. You touched on Mm -hmm. that. Um, How we, how we negotiate even. Um, I think we are creating that path for, um, for our industry. There are some people in the media industry and some platforms that do not exist today. We, we know who they are, what yeah. they are, because of decisions they made at that moment. And I think right now we're at that moment um, that can define our future. So yeah. we need to be bold, um, we need to listen, and we need to reimagine what that might look like. Yeah, because even though we don't know exactly what that may be, we do know it will change, right? <laughs> that we know for sure. Yeah. So, um, any um, any final thoughts, Katie or Julie, just on our topic today, or anything you want to add? I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate you both being with us very much. Matt, you want to wrap us up? Yeah, absolutely. Katie and Julie, thank you both. You guys are the are, are just two of the very best and, and so appreciated. Um, the, the information that you share, I, I know this is how you actually work day in and day, day out. I mean, this these are conversations that we all really do have. So it's really nice to be able to share it in this sort of forum and share it with some other people. If you want to get a hold of either Katie or Julie, we're going to go ahead and put their LinkedIn profiles up there. So Katie's is up there right now. And then uh, Julie, I think we'll put yours up in one second. I think we already did that, but we'll do it again. Um, 
if you want to reach out to Katie or Julie, just send them a message on LinkedIn. They will get back to you. They are both really good about checking their socials and doing all those things that you're supposed to do. Also, mm -hmm. if you like the live cast, if you could um, like, subscribe and share on the YouTube channel, we really do appreciate that. We, uh, we want to let this, uh, these type of shows be seen by as many people as possible because we think it's a great way to give back and, and really help others that are, that are dealing with all the same issues, but it's nice to have a group like this that can just talk about it from time to time. Um, next live cast, we have Mike Searson, who is uh, VP of uh, sales leader, VP of local sales at Chorus Entertainment. And uh, he's a phenomenal person, a great leader, has lots of interesting things uh, that he's going to be able to share with us. So we're excited to have, have Mike on the show. And uh, with that, we'll leave you and have a great week. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.